Welcome to Hero Zero Movies, the podcast where I sit in a dark room and pretend to talk to you directly about all things action movie related that don't involve superpowers, capes, costumes, or fantasy world settings. It's not that I don't like those things, but I am sick of them and I don't want to talk to them. So uh, welcome to the first episode of the news podcast that I'm going to do. We're going to do uh, reviews and lists and stuff like that as well, but uh, I would like to get out a kind of weekly news report about what's going on uh, in the world of action movies. So, the kind of lead story this week is John Wick 4. Uh, we're seven months out, coming out in March 2023, and uh, I wanted to open with this because the idea for this podcast was really born uh, when I was far more psyched by the reveal of the John Wick trailer at Comic-Con this year, or around the time of Comic-Con this year, than anything else that was revealed at that time or came out at that time. So, in the news this week, we have uh, Chad Stahaleski, the stunt coordinator turned director for uh, all the John Wick movies. And he's come out this week and he said, this is a direct quote, Keanu and I talk about it a lot, but doesn't everybody want to improve at whatever it is they do? So I just tried to pull all the things I've gotten better at in the last two and a half years into this movie. I hope that will make the movie better instead of just trying to do bigger explosions and bigger stuff. He didn't say stuff, but you know what I'm saying. Um, if I tell a better story, which I think I've done and do my job a little bit better in every avenue, I think the movie will be better. Uh, so... He's talking essentially about that there's going to be more interesting story and he's not actually going to try and top the action that has happened in the past, which is probably wise. Uh, it's, as long as it's on a par, um, for me at least, I think that that's actually going to be kind of cool and just more. Just more John Wick, deepen the lore, have a more interesting story going on here. Um, and the, there are also kind of vibes, other things that... Uh, various people have been saying uh, who are attached to the project that maybe part four is going to be somewhat like uh, Empire Strikes Back and kind of part five will pick it back up again um, because that's already confirmed that they're doing at least two more and then Keon has gone on record as saying like so long as people still want this I will keep doing it <laughs> so that's kind of cool we have other John Wick news, the Continental, um, the John Wick series that's also coming out in 2023, is uh, confirmed to be a prequel series starring a young Winston, the hotel owner, played by Ian McShane in the movies, and it's going to be set in 1975, and this week they've confirmed that it's actually going to come out on Peacock in the US. Um, how do I feel about that? Well... I love John Wick, so I'll take whatever John Wick content they put out, and I'm guessing this show will just all be about how Winston comes to uh, be in possession of the hotel, um, sort of like the battle for the hotel. I, it could be good. It might be without Keanu. Who knows? It could go either way. I, I reserve judgment until I see it, but I'm glad that there's more in this universe. Um just because it seems kind of cool. And, you know, the premise is ridiculous of the, you know, a world of assassins that live amongst us. But it could be fun. We'll wait and see. And uh, I'll talk a little bit more about the, the trailer later in the sort of the trailer section of this news podcast. Um, 
Talking about Peacock, though, something that's going to come a little bit sooner to Peacock is uh, Jurassic World Dominion. It's going to land on the streaming service September 2nd with an extended edition for those who want even more bad dinosaur movie content. Uh, 14 more minutes of unseen content and an alternate ending. Yay, I guess. I haven't actually seen Jurassic World Dominion because, aside from the first Jurassic Park, I'm not a huge fan. Um... But I'll probably see it, right? Like, why not now that it's coming on streaming? Um, so moving on. Beverly Hills Cop is a thing that's happening with people actually going to point cameras at Eddie Murphy while he pretends to be arguably his most famous and interesting character of all time. Fish out of water cop, Axel Foley. This is according to Jerry Bruckheimer. After being stuck in development hell for three decades, um, I would be skeptical about this but hey um after top gun maverick all bets are off as to sequels with a ridiculously long 30 year gap in between them i guess they can come out pretty good sometimes so yeah excited for this i mean dubious can eddie murphy pull this off uh i don't know i haven't seen him point a gun and roll around on the floor for a, a freaking long time uh, unless I'm missing something here but I guess it's exciting that they're actually going to start filming uh, this year maybe we'll see it end of next year something like that um, so the next piece of news not quite sure what to make of this one the Margot Robbie Ocean's Eleven prequel is going to be set in the 1960s uh, so she will presumably be Clooney's character's mom or related. She's She's got to be an ocean of some kind, right? Like, that has to be that tenuous connection there, at least. Um, but there's no other immediate way to tie it in that I can see. So, 60s, maybe she gives birth during this movie, too? I don't know. <laughs> it seems a bit silly to me anyway um but sending it back then maybe they're trying to go for like a casino type of vibe going back to the heyday of gangsters before cell phones and technology um made things difficult in terms of writing a heist plot about stealing things from a casino because tech wasn't so much of the thing um so i guess that makes the writing a lot easier but the news this week for this is that uh, Ryan Gosling has joined the cast. Obviously, they needed more big names thrown at this, but presumably they're worried about kind of topping out on the charisma, and they need a bland, emotionless dude to stand around and make us viewers grateful for when we get to focus on Margot Robbie, because she actually brings personality to her characters. Um, intriguingly, it's been stated that this movie will have a way bigger budget than the original Clooney Oceans movies. Maybe they are totally missing the point of why anyone likes those at all, or maybe this will be this will be awesome. Um, this one goes into development next year and will be uh, presumably titled "Oceans: Some Number Smaller Than Eight At a Guess." Um, also in the news this week, we have Michael Mann, director of uh, many a notable movie: Thief, Manhunter, uh, Last of the Mohicans, The Insider, Collateral, and one of my favorite movies of all time, Heat. Um, he's currently making the rounds promoting not another film, but actually the novel Heat 2, which has uh, just come out. I've yet to read it, but I, I plan to. And he is kind of spitting out his opinion that uh, modern action movies suck. Or maybe he's being baited into this by uh, members of the press. 
the direct quote I have seen is from a Total Film interview where he says, I'm just bored by it. It's not very fascinating. I mean, sometimes the choreography is so outrageous that it's fascinating, and it is quite good, but generally, no, it's just stale. Kind of hard to argue with that one, depending on what he's actually referring to when he says it. I don't know if that means all action movies, or if he's specifically talking about superhero movies or Marvel movies. I would argue that, yes, they are absolutely kind of stale, hence why I'm making this podcast um because i don't want to talk about that i want to talk about action movies that don't involve that so the fact that i'm over the comic books that i loved as a kid i'm kind of meh about seeing them on the big screen now uh, is a good indicator of how still they are so i probably agree with him if that's what he's talking about but uh the choreography comment is kind of maybe an outlier there look because i don't really think about the mcu as having choreography as much as uh, CGI fist fests right uh, does that count or is he talking about kind of like John Wick and you know what I mean by that is obviously Marvel movies have choreography but they don't have outrageous <laughs> choreography right I don't know has he seen RRR that's what I want to know um, the main thing you probably want to know, as I did, is will this be a movie? Will there be a Heat 2? Well, Man has said that he wants to make it, but he would have to recast due to the... They're just too old now, essentially, and he wouldn't want to de-age them. Um, and it would require a huge budget to tell the story that he wants to, to tell. Recasting De Niro and Pacino, well, that would not be an easy feat. Um, I don't think there would be uh, no way to please everybody on that one. And I don't even know how I feel about it, even though it's one of my favorite movies. I'll have to read this book first. But if it is coming as a movie, it's going to be pretty far off. So, so we have to, to wait and see on that one. So now I'm, I'm going to talk about some trailers that I've seen uh, this week that I think are uh, at least interesting in the kind of action space the the first one is devotion this is coming in november and is a biographical war drama directed by jd dillard and it's based on a book devotion an epic story of heroism friendship and sacrifice by adam makos 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 i don't know but uh he's written a book good for him um and it, it tells the story of a friendship of two naval officers one black one white played by jonathan majors and glenn powell during the korean war so there is obviously going to be a lot of serious stuff about race relations during this um but the trailer looks pretty good and, and somewhat action heavy the korean war is not too often covered in, in kind of in uh, big budget war movies and you know, based on this trailer, this looks like it's had plenty of money thrown at it. It's obviously going to get compared to Top Gun Maverick. I think it's kind of a, a shame, really, if it was on a year where there wasn't an already released, superbly executed dogfighting movie about pilots already out and making a billion dollars. This would probably seem a lot more unique to a lot of people. I don't know. It remains to be seen. Also, Glenn Powell, why are you in both of these movies? That's just rude. Uh, why don't you let some other actors get in some planes? So, this might be more CGI heavy than Top Gun Maverick as well, but based on the trailer, it still looks pretty good. Um, 
in the shots of the actors in the planes, there's no sign of, you know, G-Force ripping their skin off their head or anything, so maybe that's different. Um, but I'm hopeful that this could be good, and hopefully it's not all character stuff. I hope there's some of that, obviously, but I hope they haven't put all the action in the trailer. I hope there's more to it than that. Um, of course, as, you, as we know, there's a distinct possibility that all the cool action is actually in the trailer, but I will check it out anyway in November, and uh, yeah, I think I, I like Jonathan Majors a lot as well, so I think think that'd be that could be good. Um, the next one is Saloom, so I don't know if I'm saying that right either. S A L O U M. This is a Senegalese film, so it it's in French, obviously with subtitles. It was released last year overseas, but it's coming out on September 22nd in the USA. So this is about a trio of mercenaries that are looking to uh, extract a drug dealer and his bricks of gold amidst the uh, the, the Guinea-Bissau's coup d'etat of 2003. Um, but there seems to be an added element of monsters or some sort of horror element. I don't know. I don't want to spoil myself on that, so I haven't Googled it too much. Um, and the trailer is very heavy on atmosphere. Uh so we didn't get much of a look at any actual combat or whatever. But this has got some great reviews and has been praised as being kind of genre bending. Again, I haven't I don't want to spoil anything for myself, so I haven't actually read the reviews, I've just kind of seen the taglines. Um and the free leads look interested. So I'm interested to check this one out. Obviously it's gonna be lower budget than Hollywood movies, but that often sparks creativity in ways that you you don't get from a, a Michael Bay or whomever. Um, so that's Saloom, and that's coming out in September. And uh, the last one I want to talk about is returning back to the John Wick 4, or John Wick Chapter 4. I have to talk about it because this is why this, this podcast exists. Um, we didn't get any story hints in this trailer, but do we really need them? Uh, <laughs> and the line that uh, made me laugh was, not even you can kill everyone, John. Well, we'll see about that. Isn't it exactly what you've done for free movies already? Um, we get dogs attacking crotches again. There's a cool fight in traffic. A quick sort of uh, overhead shot of a, a nightclub scene. So, and, and then it cuts away really quickly, but that kind of hints that we might get another epic nightclub fight. And then we have swords. There's a, <laughs> a sword, sword pistol, pistol kind of combo fight um, that looks like it's going to be pretty kick-ass and everything I want from a John Wick movie. Uh, at least I hope it's going to be. I hope it doesn't get dragged down too much in the way of trying to be, trying to build this bigger universe. Uh, but we will see. I do know that the trailer just, it got me hyped in a way that nothing else has recently. John Wick is back. Thank God. Um, next time around, I, I'm going to cover a couple more trailers that I actually saw this week, but I don't want to get bogged at two down in that um, Mission Impossible 7 and The Woman King in particular um, finally I want to talk about what I've seen this week so I saw Bullet Train at the theatre loved it please check out my full non-spoiler review uh, I just I love this a lot I don't care that it isn't groundbreaking groundbreakingly original and you know many people have gone after this claiming hey it's too much like Quentin Tarantino which I don't think it is. It doesn't use, you know, quirky 70s music that people have forgotten that they like, uh, and it's not as off the wall. It does jump around in time a little bit, but that's pretty much it. The comparisons, however, to 
Guy Ritchie are a bit more valid. I did kind of bring that up in my review, but just because it's in a similar style, it doesn't mean it's a rip-off or anything, and I want more movies like this to exist, so shut up, critics. Um, besides, Guy Ritchie isn't, you know, making anything good these days, and uh, neither is Quentin Tarantino, so shut up. Yes, enjoy this film. Um, if you do have strong feelings about Thomas the Tank Engine, either positive or negative, you might not like the humour in this movie, but for me, this was a fun time. And the other thing I watched this week was Town uh, on Netflix, the Ben Affleck-directed movie from 2010. Um, I revisited this for the first time in a long time. It's good. She has a lot of beats with heat. It's like the, the, the Boston-accented version of heat, uh, basically. And that's not a bad thing. Again, I don't think I don't need things to be completely original to be good or, or great even. And uh, this is it's a good movie. Affleck is at his least annoying in front of the camera, and he's good behind it. Jeremy Jeremy Renner is just electric in this. Uh, it was worth a rewatch. I'm glad that I did. And this next week, I'll probably watch. Um, I hope to watch Beast, the Idris Elba movie, if I can make it to the theater. But I also want to watch the uh, Vinnie Jones movie Bulletproof. And I think I'm probably going to rewatch Heat before I try and tackle the book. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please uh, leave leave a like and subscribe. Leave me five stars on the podcast app that you're listening to. Whatever you're kind of on, you're looking at it in something. There's going to be a way to review or inter- interact or drop me a like or drop me a comment or something. Please do that. I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube as Hero Zero Movies. And if you're really old school, you can drop me an email at HeroZeroPod. That's uh, all written out, so not the numeral zero, just in letters, and at gmail.com. So HeroZeroPod at gmail.com. Give me feedback, questions, things I should be watching, things you want to hear me talk about. So there we go. And also, apologies if you heard thunder throughout this uh, podcast. That was not intentional i'm it's just literally thunderstorming where i am right now so um i'm gonna go and enjoy that take care many thanks <laughs>